You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading-edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Stack the money as high as it comes. Put some in mutual funds. funds. Get to trust with the stocks and bonds. Building wealth for my son. son. Gold bricks by the ton. Yeah. Equity, here we come. Ooh. Getting bread by the buns. Yeah. Power moves on the run. Ooh. This a different type of income. Uh. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get the hundreds and we flip done. Flip. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Ooh. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get your mind right and get Ooh. some. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Jay Spence the King. It is Sunday, November 19th, and that means this is pregame rumblings presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and I'm excited to be talking to you. I know last week was a little bit, maybe a lot of bit of a letdown where the Buffalo Bills embarrassingly lost to the Denver Broncos on a last second field goal. Um, you can point to a ton of things as the reason to why they lost that game if you want to be right on point to it you can say the last minute you know uh the the penalties or uh, whether you want to talk about the pass interference on Teron Johnson or if you want to talk about the 12 men on the field with the special teams play there at the end you could point to that or you can point to the four turnovers on offense or you can point to you can point to so much but the Buffalo Bills embarrassingly lost to the Denver Broncos and now your 5 and 5 Buffalo Bills host the 4 and 5 New York Jets here at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time, and it is your CBS Game of the Week, which means you will have Jim Nance for play-by-play, Tony Romo as your analyst, and your sideline reporter will be Tony, or I mean, sorry, Tracy Wolfson. Um, look, it's, it's, it's a party. Like my man Bruce Nolan says, it's a party all the time. The Buffalo Bills have not been out a one o'clock slot game now for a few weeks. And I don't know if this is exhausting or exciting, but either way, it's here. It's game day. Let's get to it. The Bills opened as six and a half point favorites against the Jets uh, over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's moved quite a bit. It's gone up to seven and a half, then back to seven, then six and a half, back to seven. So at whatever point of the day you may be listening to this podcast, you do want to check prior to betting. Always check the updated odds. Head over to the Sportsbook app. If you don't have it downloaded, go ahead and download DraftKings Sportsbook. 
and uh, and pull up the Bills and Jets game and, and look to see what everything is. But the the Bills opened as favorites for the money line minus three twenty five, while the Jets opened at plus two sixty. The over under point total was set at thirty nine and a half points. The Jets are coming off of a sixteen to twelve loss against the Vegas Raiders, and the Bills are coming off a twenty four to twenty four. I mean twenty four to twenty two loss. I'm sorry. Uh, to the Denver Broncos, like we mentioned earlier. Look, it's all here. It's all laid out. The rematch is here. Week one, the Buffalo Bills, Jets. It was everything was laid out, right? It was supposed to be the Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen show. The Jets were the team to beat in the NFL or in the AFC at least, because now they had the quarterback. They got the defense. They had the coach. They had every, everything was supposed to fall in line for the Jets. That didn't happen after the first drive. Aaron Rodgers goes down with an Achilles tear and it completely changed the trajectory or the direction of the season that the Jets had. Now you fast forward to week 11, both teams, both teams are coming into this game on two game losing streaks. That's not good. And, and for bills fans, it's really not good because when, when you talk about coming in on a two game lose streak, you can, you can kind of understand the Bengals game. I think depending on, how you view the Bengals and and how you now this is prior to Joe Burrow's injury again, obviously, but um, the Bengals are a team that some would say it could go either way, or some can say if history serves us uh, properly, you can say over the last few games that they have they've beat the Bills pretty easily. So you could understand losing to the Bengals, but I think everybody everybody had the Broncos as a dub on the bill schedule at the, you know, when the schedule drops in May, everybody goes through and they do their win loss projections and who you think. I think most people that I've spoken to had the Buffalo bills as a W next to the Broncos game. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when you talk about the Buffalo bills losing to the new England Patriots. It's embarrassing when you talk about this week one jets game, where Zach Wilson was the quarterback and he led that team to a victory. Granted, it took overtime. It took a big run uh, on, on a special teams play that set them up to win the game. But these are things that come back to bite you now because now the Buffalo Bills find themselves on the outside looking in when it comes to playoff position. Right now they are in the hunt. If the playoffs started today, the Buffalo Bills would miss the playoffs after winning the division for the last few seasons in the AFC East, after dominating, almost feeling like, okay, we have we have this, the necessary space in our division. Now we just have to conquer the conference. We have to figure out the Chiefs. We have to figure out the Bengals. Now it seems that the Bills have taken a step back, and now we need to figure out the division again. Now it seems like Sean McDermott needs to revisit playoff caliber. We've been We've elevated and, and graduated to championship caliber but as of right now the buffalo bills do not qualify for the playoffs so for the next several weeks the buffalo bills need to be preaching playoff caliber in the locker room trusting the process for playoff caliber we need to get back to that right but i tell you in watching these games and and, and i'm not going to do the breakdown the film breakdown and stuff that's not my thing here but watching these games it's it's to me it's become evident that I know Ken Dorsey has been let go because of the offensive struggles, but it's become evident to me that a lot of the blame, 
a lot of the blame has to fall on Josh Allen. And we can say that it was Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey's gone now. So now Joe Brady has has that, you know, responsibility to not allow Josh Allen to to take a step backwards. But if you look at this season, it almost looks as if Josh has regressed in ways that, you know, it's just it's, it's mind blowing to watch. He's missing wide open reads. That's not on Ken Dorsey. If Ken Dorsey is calling a play that's getting his receivers open and Josh Allen isn't hitting them, it's not on Ken Dorsey. If Josh Allen is choosing to not run when there's a wide open lane there, now it could be because the coaching staff has told him, don't freaking run. Could be. But also, there are just times where we can go back to that week one game against the Jets where Josh Allen ended up throwing an interception where he forced it. He forced a throw, and I believe it was to Diggs. Forced to throw down to Diggs instead of he had he could have picked up the first down. It was four yards away. Instead of running, scrambling for the first down, he forced it in through an interception. Now, when I say throughout the season that Josh Allen needs to control the turnovers, I don't want anybody to believe that I'm saying that Josh Allen has forced every interception that he's thrown. He's actually made a lot of good decisions this year when it comes to passing the ball. And I think that he's protected the ball a lot better. I think there's been some moments that have just not gone his way. There's been tip passes. There's been passes that have gone through the hands. Like, for instance, the Gabe Davis intercept, the interception where he targeted Gabe last week. It literally went through Gabe's hands. There's a still frame that is going around. It went viral. And if you look at that pitch, now it was a heater. It was a heater. If Josh was a baseball player, if he was a pitcher, that it looked like a hundred yard, a hundred mile per hour pitch. Josh Allen threw that ball with some heat on it. And when I tell you it has stank on it, I can understand how difficult it can be for Gabe Davis to catch that ball. But at the same time, some of these throws and some of these plays that end up on the quarterback, I can't put on the quarterback. I just can't. But on the same token, Josh Allen needs to protect the ball better. Josh Allen needs to do a better job at protecting the football. So let's get into it because this game is interesting to me because I think that the focal point here, I think a lot of fans are going to want to see the offense explode this weekend. And I would love to see that too. If they can explode tonight at four o'clock, I would love it. The problem for me about that is regardless if it was with Brian Dayball or with Ken Dorsey, the Bills have struggled against the Jets. Defensively, the Jets are built to stop the Buffalo Bills. So a few years back when the Buffalo Bills kind of just remodeled their whole defense to try and stop the Chiefs, that is exactly what the Jets did for the Bills. The, the, the Bills, when we got Josh Allen, it looked like, okay, the division is going through Buffalo for the foreseeable future. So teams had to load up in our division and say, well, how are we going to stop Allen? The Jets have, now, the run defense, maybe not the best, but the Jets have bolstered up their defensive line. They've gotten some very good, very good weapons in the secondary. Everybody knows Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year. They've done, they've done quite a few things to make their job easier against the Bills. So when we go into this game, I'm going into this game without the expectation that the offense is going to be fixed immediately. I'm going into this game with the expectation to win. So while I do think that 
the change on offense was needed. And I think that we're going to see a refreshed and re-energized offense. I don't think that we're going to see it by a way of points in yardage today, because I think that the Jets just happen to be that good of a defense. And both both of these teams need a win today. You can't look. The Bills are four are five and four. The Jets are four and five. So essentially, a, a victory here today for the Jets will put them in the same position that the Bills are in, where they're just on the outside looking in and they're trying to make sure that they get back into position and then solidify themselves for later in the season to hopefully still be in position to take the division if the Jets make a mistake here or there. I mean, the the, the Dolphins, I'm sorry. So my first point to this, again, don't look for a ton of points. Don't look for it all. Don't look for a 46 to 17 blowout. Don't look for a 53 to 20 blowout. But, it is time to let the Cougar loose. Let the Cougar loose. Now, if you're like me, you're a Talladega Knights fan. And there's so many quotables in that movie, right? But Reese Bobby knew how to get Ricky Bobby right back on track and get him back behind the wheel. Now, it was a little scary to have the Cougar in the car the first time. And that might be the case today. It might be scary when Josh Allen gets out there with a completely new car, completely new driving, like an offensive coordinator that has a different vision than what we've seen for the last year and a half. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I need Joe Brady to be Reese Bobby here. And figure out what it is that's going to flip the switch for Josh Allen to turn back into that cougar. To turn Josh Allen back into Ricky Bobby saying, I want to go fast. Josh Allen is a Ferrari SF90. If you're a car, if, listen, if you're a car lover, you know what a Ferrari SF90XX is. You know what that vehicle is. But the Buffalo Bills this season have been driving Allen like a 1995 Toyota Corolla. Good cars. Good cars. You're not going to have a lot of issues with them. You're going to statistically grade out to be great. You're going to you're going to hit every metric there. It's a safe car. <laughs> pretty decent ride, you know, smooth. But it's not a Ferrari. And for some reason, we chose or the team chose to drive Josh Allen like a Corolla. And it's resulting in games where Bills fans don't even recognize Josh Allen. We don't even recognize him. The thing that made Bill's Mafia fall in love with him almost immediately, if you rewind, go back a few years now when the Buffalo Bills went up against the, the Minnesota Vikings. Everybody knows what I'm about to say. And Josh Allen hurdles, one of the best linebackers at the time, one of the best linebackers in the league. And you can point to several different times where he does this. He, you know, the play in the, on Thanksgiving, the play in Dallas. You can talk about him 
hurdling somebody in New England. You want to talk about all of these different plays that we see from Josh Allen that makes Bill's Mafia fall in love with this guy that he no longer is able to do. And it's not ability that's stopping him from being able to do these things. It's the training wheels. Let the cougar loose. Utilize his legs. Get the run game going so we can set up the play action pass. If Joe Brady can come out and do the simple things, and by simple things, I mean, you don't have to do a lot to change this offense in order for it to work. So when everybody does talk about the DVOA and everybody talks about the stats and how the Bills are number whatever when it comes to points scored and how they're efficient here and they're efficient there, what those stats do tell me is that the Buffalo Bills are doing a lot right, but there is just something that's not connecting. There's something that's not clicking that's causing us to not be able to see the Ferrari of Josh Allen. I don't want to see the Corolla no more. We have to do things that put Allen in the position that he is best. So again, I mentioned the run game. Get the run game going. Josh Allen is top four in every passing statistical category when he's throwing out of a play action pass. I mentioned utilizing his legs. I say it every week. We don't want Josh taking hits, but that doesn't mean we don't want him running. Slide, get out of bounds, something. But utilize him as a weapon because when you utilize him, the threat of him running, the threat of him running freezes defensive backs and linebackers and it creates opportunities for, that's why Gabe Davis isn't having the big, those big plays that we're used to seeing from him, go back and look at look at last season. Go back and look at the game against the Chiefs in the playoffs when the 13 seconds game. Go back and look at the Steelers game last season when he had three touchdowns on 153 yards and five receptions. Go back and look at the games that Gabe Davis has big games. It's because Josh Allen was extending plays and Josh Allen was doing things with his legs that made the defense either have to slack for a slight moment or completely change what they were doing and get out of position. Get Gabe Davis involved the right way. Get him involved the right way. I know on other shows I joke around and I talk. Gabe Davis is not a bad player. But I stand firm on what I'm saying when I say he's not a wide receiver too in the NFL. His route tree is not diverse enough for me to consider him a wide receiver too. He is unable to create the amount of separation that he needs to consistently to be a wide receiver too. But it is not a negative when I say he can be a wide receiver three in an elite wide receiver three. No one ever called Cole Beasley a wide receiver too, but guess what? His production made him elite at what he did. It made him an elite slot receiver. That's not a slight. I think if you do right by these players and you put them in this, the proper position for them to succeed, you can, you can make them elite. And I think Gabe would be elite as a wide receiver too. So what's the solution for that? Diggs and Kincaid need to be Hill and Kelsey 2.0. They need to be Hill and Kelsey 2.0. Especially this game. 
Because when you talk about Josh Allen, the last three games that Josh Allen has played against the Jets have not been good for him. He has 63 completions on 102 attempts for 588 total passing yards in three games. In three games, Josh Allen had 588 passing yards, only two touchdowns and five interceptions. What that says to me is that A, he was forcing things. B, people weren't creating the proper separation against these defensive backs. And C, Gabe Davis just didn't, again, we can go back to the the early game of last season where if a pass that was directly on his numbers that was caught, it would have set the Bills up in a different situation last year to win that game. But why do I say Diggs and Kincaid need to be Hill and Kelsey 2.0? When you go back and you look at when Kelsey and Hill together were with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, the target share was obviously Hill, then Kelsey, and everybody else. And I know Diggs doesn't have the speed of Hill, but guess what? He has the production. If you look at the last several years that he's been a Buffalo Bill, he definitely has the production to, to rival anything that Travis Kelsey or Tariq Hill has been able to put on film. And the two of them in that offense together, they created opportunities for for Patrick Mahomes to be great. This is what happens or needs to happen in Buffalo. I need to see Diggs and Kincaid getting the lion's share of the targets. I need to see them utilizing Kincaid the way that they have over the last three, four weeks, three weeks since Knox has been out. Utilize Kincaid in that way. It has not been a problem for Kincaid to get open. His touchdown last week, he was open by 10 yards. He's been top four in every receiving category for tight ends since Dawson Knox has been out. Dawson Kincaid is a crisp route runner. He gains separation. He's always open. Who does that remind me of? Remember what the offense looked like with Cole Beasley? Now, Kincaid is not as polished as Beasley. I don't want to, don't beat me up. I'm not saying that he is. But it's becoming evident to me that it should be a whole lot easier for Allen to trust Kincaid. Kincaid rarely drops a ball. I know we had the fumble a couple of weeks ago. I was critical of him on that fumble. It was a big moment. He's a rookie and he'll learn from it. But get him the ball. Since week seven, he's first in catch rate amongst tight ends. He's second in receptions. He's second in yards over expected. Like he second in receiving yards over expected. Third in receptions over expected. Get this young man the ball. And then just keep doing exactly what you're doing with Diggs. Don't change anything about Diggs. Don't change anything about Diggs. Last point, let's keep on trucking. Shout out to Eddie Kendricks. <laughs> but keep on trucking. The defense of the Bills has gone through a ton. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a broken record here and continue to talk about the injuries. That's what we all talk about. We know that they're without most of their star players. I know what the DVOA shows, I know what the stats and, and their other metrics show. But the fact of the matter is, even with all of those things that we're saying is a problem, the Bills have the defense of the Bills have kept the offense in positions to win games. Last week, special teams, 12 men on the field. 
No excuse. No excuse. Big penalty from Teron Johnson. Pass interference. I got my personal opinion on that, but I'm not going to. Well, I'll say it. At some point, I think the NFL needs to stop rewarding underthrown passes. I've said it previously. I'll say it again. The NFL needs to stop rewarding underthrown passes. But it's a pass interference. <laughs> By the letter of the law, it's pass interference. So if you're going to be upset at Teron Johnson about that, I get it. Be upset about Teron Johnson about that. But the four turnovers from the offense upsets me more. We gifted the Broncos six points in the first half that ended up coming back to haunt us. But the defense held them to six points on four turnovers. It could have been worse. We gifted them six points in that first half that came back to haunt us. And it could have been worse. They held them to six points on four turnovers. And you look at that first one in the first quarter, you were already in scoring position if you're the Broncos. Already in scoring position. That could have been seven. Could have been a touchdown. Then right before the half, Josh Allen forces it, throws an interception. Could have, could have been ugly. Could have been a pick six. Whatever. We gifted them six points on four turnovers, and the defense held them to – that's the way we should say it. The defense held them to only six points on four turnovers. So while we're complaining about what the offense – or we're complaining about the defense not helping them start at certain places, let's talk about how – the offense has also lost the time of possession two weeks in a row. 31 minutes to 23 against the Bengals. 37 minutes to 22 against the Broncos. The defense has been a problem because they've been on the field too long. That's the problem. We have to do better maintaining drives on offense. Defense, y'all keep on trucking. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm looking for a big game tonight from Ed Oliver. I'm looking for a huge game tonight from Greg Rousseau. So with that all being the case for me, I'm going to go with the score. I'm predicting the score prediction. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills are going to win this one 28-17 over the Jets. We're going to cover. But I do think this game is going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. 28 sounds like a, good, a decent amount of points to put up. I know I said not to look for a ton of points, but... What I'm saying here is I think defensively is going to be one of those games where I wouldn't be shocked for a defensive score on either side. I wouldn't be shocked if it turns out to being a turnover. And now finally the Buffalo Bills do take advantage of what we've seen with James Cook. I think the Jets defensive line has had struggles stopping the run. So I think you'll see a big game from James Cook. That's what I'm hoping to see. <laughs> but I am 100% confident that the Buffalo Bills are going to turn things around here and hopefully get back on track and and right the wrongs that have been happening for this season. That's where I'm going with it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. 
But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. It's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay segment presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's make some money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. All right, now y'all know what that sound means. When you start to hear the chings and things, then you know it's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay presented by DraftKings. And this week, I think I got a good one for you. Last week, I felt pretty confident too, but the Buffalo Bills just as a whole let me down. So I apologize for letting you down. Now, this is not guaranteed money. I do pretty well this season. Uh, I, th- I have like a 70% success rate when it comes to the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay uh, throughout the 10 games. So, I think I feel pretty good to add another dub here. Big dubs. Let's add a victory. So this week, after this week, I intend to be eight and three instead of seven and three. So for 350 plus 350, I'm going to go Dalton Kincaid over 50 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to go Zach Wilson under 206 or 206 and a half, I should say, passing yards. And then under 18 and a half team total points for the New York Jets. Like I mentioned, I think they're going to score 17 points, maybe a little bit less. I don't think they're off. They've gone 11 straight quarters, 11 straight quarters without scoring a touchdown. If they score one, okay, so be it. I could see maybe a, a rushing touchdown because the Bills have also struggled against running backs in the past and on the ground. So I could see something happening with, uh, you know, Brees, that, that young runner. Brees Hall is a beast. But let's run this back. 50 and a half passing yards over for Dalton Kincaid under 206 and a half passing yards for Zach Wilson and under 18 and a half team total points for the New York Jets. That is plus 350 for your King's ransom. Same game parlay. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. All right, y'all. Well, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. If y'all out and y'all tailgating, enjoy the game. Enjoy it. Enjoy, let's enjoy everything. If, if this is the week that the Buffalo Bills turn the season around, then I want to make sure I want to make sure that Bill's Mafia is representing properly and doing the damn thing. So everybody, y'all love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. 
Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.